0: All right, welcome in on National Signing Day. Good afternoon, Michigan football. It's a special day as we kick this one off, the early signing period. A lot of players accepting the challenge, and they'll be with the Maize and Blue for the 2024 class, and we've got a lot to do with you here. We are uh, pleased right off the jump to bring in one of the newest additions to the Wolverines who's on the line with us, and that is Dominic Nichols. Who is with us, uh, Dominic? How are you?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: Doing good. Congratulations. What's the day been like for you?
1: Yeah, it's definitely been great. Just a lot of relief, really.
0: Yeah. Well, well, tell me, relief. You know, you you committed to the Wolverines uh, a while back. What in the uh, in the summer? Actually, the first couple of days of summer back in uh-huh. June. What a, from from that day to now? Was it was it more nerve wracking there? More of a relief today? Take us through that a little bit.
1: I mean, uh, it was just, I mean, obviously it's something you dream of, and obviously nothing's guaranteed till you find that paper online, and it definitely feels great to find that paper. I was submitted for a while now, and I mean, Michigan's a great school, and they're great at football, so what's there not for life?
0: Well, uh, I I don't see anything not to like, and, you know, they're doing pretty good on the field. You know, when uh, you you look at this year's team, is there a a player out there in the position? You know, it says, you know, strong side, defensive end. Is that like a a Derek Moore, who's also from your neck of the woods? Would you say that's kind of the position that you're looking at?
1: Yeah, Derek Moore. Yeah, just because he's from – I mean, obviously, he helps knowing that he's from the DMV area down in Baltimore. He went to St. Francis, which is like, fifteen minutes away from me, which is great. I mean, he's doing great up there. So good to see that.
0: He is doing great. You guys have some of the same measurables as well. Uh tell us what kind of player are you? I mean what when you when you hit the field, you you flip the switch. Uh what's your mentality as a football player?
1: Yeah, definitely uh physical and fast. I mean the dude's only gonna want to hit you so much. So <laughs> just keep running out of my guess. That's how I play. I, I like that people.
0: What struck you when you came to Michigan? Tell us uh, the the first time when you you visited, who you hung out with, the coaches you interacted with, and anything that is uh, is memorable for you.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, obviously, I took I had my OB with like Justin Scott, who didn't end up coming, but David also was with me, who ended up uh, flipping from USC, which is great because me and David were really close. But I'm probably the closest with uh. Devin Baxter, because I played his, I played his team twice before we were even committed, and then when when we were both like Michigan's a to top school, we got pretty close. And I mean, we've been close. I'm close to Coach Roney, Coach Elston, Coach Miner have all done a great job of recruiting me and all the other edges in the class, and we all feel really comfortable with them.
0: Yeah, a real Maryland pipeline. So you know, Devin Baxter from Maryland, give me a scouting report on Baxter and what Wolverine fans can expect from your future teammate.
1: Yeah, I mean he's he's fast, he's switching, he can bend. I mean he can do it all. He he's got he all he's gotta do is put some weight on and he'll be good. I mean I, I can see him me and him starting. I mean even the other end that committed today is a the dog. They're they're all really good.
0: You know, those are all buzzwords that we like. Bendy, twitchy, dogs. I mean, that's all good stuff, (laughs) uh, Dominic. What what do you think of Michigan's matchup against Alabama on New Year's Day?
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm going to go with Michigan winning. But, I mean, it's Alabama. It's going to be a close game. But I think Michigan comes out on top, honestly. Defensive line is just – the whole defense is really playing good. And – I mean, you look at you look at how we played all year, who we played. We've we beaten like Ohio State is pretty comparable, like athletic wise to Alabama. They've got really good receivers and a really good defense, so I think we could have definitely a good chance to win this game.
0: Yeah, I heard Chris Jenkins, you know, Michigan captain on the the defensive line there on Monday saying, you know. Uh, sure let everybody talk about Alabama they are Alabama but he was really looking forward to showing what Michigan could do in that game uh tell me what your your timeline is like when you're graduating high school when you'll get to Ann Arbor all that kind of good stuff
1: I leave the 26th of December
0: you're going to going to Cali yeah I am all right, so that's a, a <laughs> an early enrollee. Hey, and nothing like that's a little East Coast to West Coast to start things out, man. That's uh,
1: Yeah, that's going to that, be a little weird, not flying to Ann Arbor first. But uh, it's going to be a good time. I'm going to have a good time with the team and just get the feeling, how they take it all in. Just, I'm really just going to be able to see how the dudes really do it, and it's just going to help me in the future.
0: I'll tell you what, that sounds like a dream come true to me, man, going out, not just because of the weather, the, the Rose Bowl, the, the history there, the, the setting, the, what, what Michigan's playing. You get to see everything that's going on there. What a great learning experience. That's awesome for you. Uh, were you always a Michigan fan growing up?
1: <laughs> no, nah, see, the funny thing is I was a Penn State fan just because family, family ties towards Penn State. I always thought I was going to go to Penn State. Things didn't work out there, so options. Opened back up and it came down to like Michigan, Georgia, Clemson, Wisconsin, and I don't know. Michigan's edge
0: production's just been really great. What else besides that? I got just a, a question or two more for you. You know, it's always intriguing when people say, especially you know, when you're not from the state of Michigan and you like another school. You know, you hear a, a million different things on on what it is. You just talked about the edge production. What else mm-hmm. uh, made the made the uh, final decision for you where you ended up picking the maze and blue
1: yeah um they made it feel like it was a family there and i was at home i didn't feel like there were some places i just didn't feel comfortable like knowing that i was gonna have to go there and live there obviously that's part of it and there's just some places i wasn't comfortable with living there but they made it they made it comfortable and it felt like home so
0: well, that's great. We wish you all the best. Where are you headed now? You get like a you know, celebration with a family? Is it low key? I mean, what, what do you do when you make it official and you're a, a, a signee with the Michigan Wolverines here on December the twentieth?
1: Um, we're gonna have a big dinner tonight, but I gotta work out to get to So, what kind of workout? Yeah.
0: What, what are you doing today?
1: Today, is speed work. Trying, trying to get everything right before I leave. Just make sure I get there best condition I can.
0: Well, I'm sure you know Ben Herbert if he's watching this. Michigan strength and conditioning. Oh, Jones, he's gonna get
1: me. He's gonna get me right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, he's happy, you know, to you know to hear you're going out there and uh, you know uh, putting your got your priorities straight. Hey, Dominic, thanks so much for a little bit of your time. Congratulations yeah. to you. And uh, hey, you know what? Now that it's kind of a, I haven't been saying it to everybody, but you know, Happy Holidays to you. So, you know, it's uh, <laughs> we're we're closing in on Christmas here. Uh, certainly, the weekend pretty quick. Uh, Thanks so much for joining Mm -hmm.
1: us. Yeah, no problem. All right, take care. All right.
0: Dominic Nichols, there he is, one of the uh, future Wolverines uh, here on National Signing Day. Perfect way to start things up, and we've got more to come here on Good Afternoon Michigan Football. It's been a fast and furious day. You know, this is, uh, it's good. You you don't want to wake up and say, yeah, nothing really happened on National Signing Day. What a fax machines aren't working or you know the computer just uh uh the, the 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 signatures are are rolling in and and then there's there's even more for michigan today it is uh it's a great day if you're a michigan football fan you figured it was probably going to be a great day but it's even gotten better so we are talking about national signing day 2023, the 2024 class, uh, newly minted. We just heard from Dominic Nichols. That was a little bit of a surprise. He got in just a couple minutes before the show and said, yeah, I'll jump in. We will head down to Florida and talk with one of what? Michigan's five offensive line signees. Jake uh, Garniera is going to join us. He's expected to join us in a couple minutes. We'll talk about that Michigan offensive line and well, let's kick things off um, now, as we sit here with uh, some transfer portal news, not just signing day. So, man, you know, I've said this before, you know, signing days like Christmas and your birthday. Well, you know, when you're getting your your next batch of recruits, all of these young men, all of these young men, you know, signing, and now it's up to 27. We'll get to that news just in a second or two, but now you got the transfer portal And then Michigan gets a uh, commitment from Jay Sean Barnum, the Maryland linebacker. He says he's coming to Ann Arbor. Now, this is a great get for Michigan. I might sit back and you could say, anybody that's coming in, say, wow, this is a great get. I've watched a Barnum play. I liked what he looked like. And what he brings to the football field. Last week or the week before, when I was looking at pro football focus, they put their first top 25 players at any position, uh, ranked them, top 25 in the transfer portal. Jayshon Barnum was in their top five. So Michigan is getting a, I don't know, what do I, do I want to call him a superstar? I mean, this is a, this is a star that they got a commitment from that's going to hit the field and be ready to go for the Michigan defense next year. This is a great land. Uh, I don't know. I mean, how how much more can I emphasize it? You know, smash the table, you know, say this is great news. That's what it is. Spectacular news, a great land for the Wolverines, a guy that's going to come in and play linebacker. And he is a good one. So that's some great news for Michigan. How about that? And if you wanted more good news, you know, I'm always down for national uh, a signing day special. And on Monday and over the weekend, that looked like there was going to be a chance for a signing day special for Michigan back in Maryland again. Oh, there we go. Maryland with another Defensive end, is this who Nichols was talking about? Another dog? I think he called him, not me, calling him. And Lugard at Oak Payet, at Oak Payet, 6'6", 225 at a Bishop McNamara. He commits just a little while ago, and that runs Michigan's total up to 27. And if you're looking at the rankings, you are. Rivals.com team rankings has the Wolverines sitting there at number eleven. So Michigan snatches at uh, Oak Pie and they are bringing a lot of edges in. And you know, I, I use I use Nichols and what he had to say. Dominic Nichols, uh, he mentioned Devon Baxter. When you're a defensive end or a rush end and you hear guys say that they can really bend, you know, that's coming off the edge, being able to straight line, get to the quarterback. That's nice. How do you do that when you're going around these big tackles? You bend. And you've got that speed and you have that bend. And also, Dominic Nichols mentioning twitchy. All the kind of combination of things that you want to hear. You want to hear about athletic, twitchy, bend, and what else did he say about him? Oh, he said he was a dog. Those are good things. That's what you like to hear. Dogs and twitchy and bendy and let's go. And Michigan is up to 27 and number 11, just outside of the top 10. And remember, I think it's good today. When you see Michigan getting a top prize in the transfer portal of somebody they were targeting and they get him, that's as good of, of Michigan being able to land that linebacker from Maryland. That's like getting a five-star today. You've already seen a year out of him out on the college football field. You know what he can do and so I blend. I, I don't know. You blend those two things together. If you're somebody that's like, I want Michigan. They should be in the top five. Yeah. You know, I'd like Michigan to be in the top five too. But you know what? The uh, the the top five. You know, that's okay. But when you're starting to talk about being able to then get into the transfer portal and 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 help your team out that way. Now you're really talking about something. See if I can move this around a little bit. I thought that I was going to be able to. Doesn't matter. Okay. All right. I'll take some of your feedback. We will head down to the Sunshine State in just one moment. So that's all of the good news. Um, I do want to say this. This is is kind of a – is it a public service announcement? Uh, No, this is more of something to – Help all of you out. You know, I went Christmas shopping yesterday for my wife. I thought really hard about what to get her, and you know, she just finished up a a, a double major, and so I, um, or maybe I shouldn't say what I I got her in case she's watching the show. There, I guess there is a chance, so I'm not gonna say what I got her. But my experience, the 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 parking lot. Was so mad, and it was. I thought somebody. Uh, somebody's gonna and I get in an accident. I hope it's not me, but a hustle and bustle and everything else. And then I go into the store and I'm thinking, oh, this is gonna take me forever. I walk in and there's only one person that was in there. And as soon as I walked in, the guy's like, "Hey, what do you need?" And he couldn't like the help was the the uh, the service, the customer service was so spectacular. He wrapped me up. I was ready to go out of there with five minutes. Boom. I walked out of there with that prize in my hand and thought, man, this is what a great shopping experience. Merry Christmas. I, I am into the holiday spirit. What a great job. I say, great job by me, but what a great job by being able to land the, the target that I had and be able to walk out with a gift that I, that I wanted. I say all of this, so you can eliminate that parking lot. You can also get that lift of the Christmas spirit by landing the the exact kind of gift that the Michigan fan in your life wants, and that might be you. Give yourself the gift of the maize and blue review today, or for that Michigan fan in your life, I you know either or. And I think you know you'll press that button, you'll get that access, and you'll go on there, and you'll be like, "This is Valhalla." I have made it. This is Michigan. This is maize and blue all the time. Join the maize and blue review today by going to michigan.rivals.com. It happens. It's there for you. It is exciting. That uh, Mr. Martini, like the Dominic Nichols uh, interview, he was in um, just getting in. Uh, Eddie English likes the the transfer from Maryland. You should, Eddie. Eddie, you should um you should be very excited about the Maryland linebacker. That is all good. Gavin already making a prediction on the two deep Barnum and Hausman. You're starting two linebackers uh, for next year. The punters. You know, this is one thing and and I'm with this part as well cuz sometimes you say, "Hey, Let's just stop and enjoy, you know, where you're at. But you also – it's how recruiting works. You, uh, you get that shot of adrenaline. You get that – the, uh, the accelerate, uh, exhilaration, sorry. You get the exhilaration of a, a commitment. And then you're like it, but then you want more. You want another one immediately. And that's what the punters is bringing to the tables here as well. He's like, we'll get that Upton Stout kid too. Upton Stout kid, a nickel from uh, Western Kentucky. And I have to admit, things look really good for Michigan when it comes down to Stout. Now look, if Stout wants to commit today, go ahead. You know, like, uh, you know, sure. No time like the present, go ahead and do it. But if he wants to You know, wait till tomorrow or Friday. That's fine, too. But, you know, the punters, I feel pretty good about that as well. Eddie says, what about Damani Jackson? He would be nice also. Now, Damani Jackson, back in the old days in in recruiting, Michigan was his leader for a long time. And then he was, uh, I think, I don't know, if his best friend's. Friends, boys—is that I don't know if that's too strong of a you know just conjecture on my part with Michigan corner Will Johnson, Damani Jackson, were they teammates at one time or something like that? You got a connection, and Damani Jackson is in the transfer portal. When you look at Michigan and you look at the chance to come in and be part of something. Jackson on one side and Johnson on the other. Now, this was a dream a couple years ago because people were saying. They were saying it. I wasn't. Could you imagine Damani Jackson on one side and Will Johnson on the other? if They would lock down not only the Big Ten, but the country. If those two guys were putting, you just put those guys on an island. Not only would you have one number one cornerback, you would have two cornerback ones. And I was thinking, you know, that's, it's nice to dream. Okay, you know, he, he really likes Michigan and everything else. But then he went to USC. But the dream is back. And if your dream doesn't happen, then it can happen. And I think as Eddie is talking about, I think the the possibility of being able to land Damani Jackson is uh, is there, and it's out there, and it could happen. Blank name, looking at the edge guys, he likes the size at six six or taller. I see what you're talking about, and in, uh, in where you're at. Gavin's looking at some of the particulars. He says they need a 6'4, 6'6 wide receiver in the portal. Gavin, is that what you're asking for for from Santa? Not Santa Ono. Oh I mean from from St. Nick? Are are you asking for a big target? You might get what you're asking for. That's more than a stocking stuffer. You might get the wide receiver you desire, and it could happen before Sunday morning. Is Sunday morning? Is Sunday Christmas? I keep confusing myself. Monday is Christmas. It could happen on Monday. I don't know. It should be, I should be able to work it out. But with Christmas on a Monday, it's a little goofy for me. It happens. Richard is talking about another Turner in the portal. Now there's the, the portal is alive with tons of players. Here we've got a a hope and a prayer. This holiday season from a vapor. A vapor hopes and prays that the Michigan Wolverines will win. Well. You know, as a strategy, hope. You know, it, uh, prayer is telling the man upstairs. You know, you just pray. Give Michigan a a chance to win a national championship. Give Michigan the opportunity and the national championship. I've been asking Santa Claus. You're even going higher than that. A hey, vapor taking it all the way upstairs. I've been looking to the North Pole. You've been looking to the sky. A hope and a prayer. I think that we're, I think that we're all with you. When it comes down to what you're praying for, Bn on the feedback. He wants Damani Jackson. Calls him an elite pro. Physically, is an elite pro. Just has to work on the mental part of the game. Yeah, it's uh, – what can we say here, Blank Name? He's got ties with with Will Johnson. We've talked about that. We talked about that during the recruitment. And what you're saying, the, the coaching that he may desire, he's a fit. That's important. What Michigan has going, getting to the college football playoffs, playing for a national championship, all players want that. That's a fit. I'll I'll check that box there for Damani Jackson. And the coaching could be that, that last piece that he is looking for. And with clink, Steve Klink scale. I tell you, if I was, you know, you, you think about this, it's kind of like, you know, if I won the lottery, you know, sometimes you think if I was a recruit, but I'll act like I won the lottery for a second. If I won the lottery, and I got on the phone with Steve Klinkscale. I don't think I would be able to hang up without committing to him. Klink has a magnetism. He is somebody that makes you want to get out on the field and play immediately. He is a real draw for any prospective DB, but especially one that has all of the tools that wants to play on Sundays and before he gets there, wants to play on the big stage in the college football playoff and try to win a national championship. So, yeah, that part is uh, can happen. I'm getting close enough here where I think, you know, Mr. Martini saying that, you know, he wants a natty. I do, too. Dennis, can a signee play in the Rose Bowl? No, but they can practice with the team. And uh, Cole Sullivan, who I talked with uh, earlier linebacker out of Pennsylvania. He's was um, said the same thing as uh, as Dom- Dominic Nichols. He's flying out with the team. He's gonna. He'll be on the sideline of the Rose Bowl. And you, you're able to get out there and uh, you know whatever, you get you know what it is. It's invaluable. It, it reminds me a little bit of September call up and call September call-ups in baseball. You know you, you you get a guy and, and even if he's not going to help you win a pennant, he is able to get down in the dugout and watch if he's a pitcher. The guys go through their routines of their off days and what they do on the side and their workouts. And then they see how they act in the clubhouse in the dugout with the media, with the fans, they see it all, how they travel. I mean, I guess you guys understand all of this. And so this kind of experience of being in the Rose bowl as a high school player of indoctrinating yourself into Michigan football, and the culture is i can't think of anything better i mean i feel like the the you know people know and i won't do it i won't sit around talking about the rose bowl for 20 straight minutes and uh, but i can't think of anything uh more perfect than heading out with michigan as they prepare to take on alabama What are we talking about? A week from this Monday in the Rose Bowl. And to see the preparations. Dominic Nichols, you know, watching Derek Moore. You're watching Braden McGregor. You're coming up talking about with Jalen Harrell and saying hey. Stop that. Stop that quarterback, Milrow. Get him on the ground. I would be pretty pumped. It would be perfect. OT, you know, not so fast. Um, Jackson's not on the Johnson level. Rob putting his Christmas wish list together. He would love to see Damani over any other player out there now. Wow. Yes, even if they're enrolled, they can't play. That is true. I would not argue with the punters feedback here who says it's clear that Michigan wants a linebacker. They just got a corner stout that they're in on and wide receiver and they're in on multiple big wide receivers. Yeah, I'm with you. I think that's, that is spot on. That's it. Let's see what, um, Andre's is saying. I want from St. Nick's for D5 to suit up and walk out of that tunnel of Chrysler Center. Maybe we can win a basketball game. I would not mind putting on the maize and blue and coming out of the tunnel and playing out on the floor. Now you're talking. Now we are dreaming. We're talking about practice, not the game, but for the players. Let's see. I want Roman Wilson to drink the Kool-Aid. Now, if you don't know what, you know, this is kind of a sly bit of feedback. Alabama has has two outstanding corners. One of those corners I have liked – without ever watching him play before he even hit the field because of his name. Kool-Aid. Ministry? Is that that his name? I can remember watching the Alabama spring game, and I believe I was upset with Jim Harbaugh. So this had to be the, the pandemic year where Harbaugh did not allow anybody to go into the spring game. And that upset me. You know, you, you had the, you know, the, everybody just wanted to see the, the maize and blue out of there in the field. They weren't, you know, gleaning anything with the spring game, but there was the pandemic. And, you know, so Harbaugh's like, no spring game. So I'm mad. But Alabama, they have their spring game and they're televising it. And the first thing I hear is Nick Saban yelling, Kool Aid! Get over here! And so he's, and I'm like, this guy's name's Kool Aid. And so I followed him ever since. Now, Kool Aid's a good corner. But I would like, like you, Mr. Bebop Blue, to see Roman Wilson work over Kool-Aid. We have a connection with one of the Michigan offensive linemen who is going to join us momentarily. He has just texted to say he is um, hooking up. Right now, so we will talk with one of the four, uh, future Wolverines in just one second. Let me, while we do that, let's just see here if I can pop this up. I can. Now let's see if I can work. If I can work the ones and twos here, I'm gonna have to stop that for just one second. A- as you were, I'm gonna go to it again. It's going to take me one second. I'd like to be able to put some more graphics up here. And to be able to do that, I'm going to put this up here. There's Dominic Nichols, Bagel, Jeremiah Lowe, David Polly, Polly, Zach Ludwig. Working through some of the Wolverines right now. Dominic Nichols, who we just talked with to start this show. Uh, Nichols talked about Devon Baxter also from Maryland. He's listed at six foot seven, not too shabby. Uh, Michael Capanna. Remember when he committed that there was a lot of people that were like, well, um, this guy's not that highly committed or uh, uh, regarded. And then he ended up moving up the charts and for a Wolverine that has signed on the dotted line. We now go, I believe, down to Florida, and Jake Gardnera joins us. Now, Jake, first thing first, thanks for joining us. Did I get your name right?
2: Yes, sir. Yeah, Gornera.
0: Gornera. Okay, so that's yeah. a good start. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah. I get yeah. that right.
2: Yep, there you go.
0: Well, congratulations. What's uh, today been like for you?
2: Um, so, I mean, I woke up. Met with one of my coaches. We just went out to breakfast and then uh uh I would just got back from school. So that's what I was doing today.
0: Now, the first thing that jumps out, we're gonna talk about you specifically, but you know, this this Michigan recruiting class now, your class of 2024, you're not the only offensive lineman. There's not two, three, four, there's five, which, if I'm not mistaken, I know Michigan puts a jumbo package and everything out there, but that consists of a starting offensive line. And, and I'm sure that's not lost on you, that there's four other offensive linemen that are, are coming in along with you this year.
2: Yeah, we're really excited. Um, You know, we got Blake, who's coming early. We're going to be rooming together. So um, that's going to be cool. And then we got Ben Sprague and uh, Luke that's coming, Uh, you know, in the summer.
0: You mentioned you already know who you're um, rooming up with there. Are you uh, – coming in early and heading out to the Rose bowl on the 26th.
2: Yes, sir. Yep. Flying right out to LA on the 26th.
0: So what's going to happen there? You You, uh, you get to go out and watch practice and you're going to be on the sideline. That sounds like a, a great experience. What, what are they telling you about that experience of being able to go out there?
2: Um, so I'll be, I'll actually be practicing with the team. Um, nice. so I'll be, you know, doing like my helmet and, uh, my helmet days. And then also my helmet and shoulder pad days. And then, uh, I'll be on the sideline with the jersey and sweatpants, you know, watching the game.
0: That sounds like, uh, I don't know, there's a lot of, you know, you can't control everything, but it sounds like the perfect uh, way to start things out in your college career, you know, going into the college football semifinal in the Rose Bowl against Alabama. I mean, uh, it's perfect. Are you going to be, do you think you're going to be a center, a guard? You you know yet? I mean, what's your best guess?
2: Yeah, they're telling me center. So that's, that's what I'm expecting.
0: So Michigan last year they had uh, Olu Oluwatimi he was great, mm-hmm. and uh, now they have Drake Nugent, he's great. I mean, there's these guys. Um, what do you make of the the center position and the 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 success that Michigan has had with their lineman? Probably one of the reasons that you ended up ultimately picking Michigan.
2: Yeah, it's it's great to see that you know coming in as a freshman you know you just want to kind of replicate their success and you know you want to continue on the the you know thing that center is the position at michigan that excels you know you want you want to keep continuing that legacy of offensive line and you know how great it is at michigan
0: are you a center now were you in in high school at all
2: yeah so i played tackle my first three years and then i moved to center this senior year
0: so did you guys do the, uh, the Philly shove at all? Like, um, I would uh, think- we had
2: it, we had a little sneak play, but it wasn't like quite like that. But uh, yeah, we did run like a QB sneak a couple of times.
0: You know, what's amazing about that just for one second is that, you know, like all of these other teams try to do it. And then they still, nobody's been able to figure like, well, why is Philly so good at it? And I keep saying, well, you know, Kelsey, their center, you know, he's one of the best centers ever, you know, he's an all pro. Mm-hmm. So, it would start there, and oh yeah, Jalen Hurts. You know he's. I remember when he was at Alabama, and he was like, I don't know what he was squatting, but it looked like I don't know six hundred pounds or something. That would seem like a really good start. Like, what do you make of the of the shove and and all of the things that go into it?
2: I mean, I think that you know, you know, the Eagles should still be able to run it. I don't think uh, I don't think they should ban it just because Philadelphia is so good at running it. I mean, if. If it was so, like if it was such a good play, everyone else would have, you know, everyone else would have been super successful at running it and stuff. But you see these other teams trying to do it, and it's not working as well. So you need you need the right people to be running it.
0: You're from a beautiful area in Florida. What attracts um, a kid from the Sunshine State to look to Ann Arbor, Michigan?
2: Uh, I think the, the development and you know the relationships I already had with the commits. Coming in, Um, Coach Herb was a big part and Coach Moore. Just, you know, what they've been doing with putting out NFL talent and stuff like that.
0: You know, if you talk to one Michigan football player, you know, they they like talking about Sharon Moore and they love talking about Ben Herbert. So, you know, you're right there, uh, you know, talking about those guys. What about when you were young? Like, did you did you like Michigan? What's the first time you remember watching, you know, Michigan and feeling like, uh, hey, you know, it's pretty they're pretty cool.
2: I mean, honestly, when I went to go visit for the Hawaii game, because um, when I grew up, I was like a Rutgers fan because my dad went to Rutgers. So, um, yeah, so probably like the Hawaii game was the first time I really like started taking notice. I think uh, when they made the playoffs that year with Hutchinson, too. That's kind of when I started noticing.
0: Yep. So you're going out to the Rose Bowl. What about uh, – so so high school, is does that chapter over? I mean, you're you're just now – I mean, like – so the 26th we're talking about, uh, you know, just next week. I mean, you're, you gotta be finished up and ready to go. huh? Yeah.
2: So tomorrow's my last day. Um, you know, I kind of just go in and hang out cause you know, I'm kind of finished up with everything, but yeah, I got all my graduation stuff ready and I'm ready to go.
0: Man. So what a, what a two days for, what are you doing today? What are you going to have a little dinner? Uh, I
2: got something for like my area is like a top 25 team at the Jag stadium. And then, uh, our basketball team's got a game tonight that I'm gonna go uh, go to. All
0: right, and then uh, your your final day of school, you walk around, just you know, hit the you know professors one last time, you know, shake yep. some hands, and then that's it, huh? out the door. Much, you're, yeah, you're on to college. Huh? Is this kind of the how you how you have uh, thought it was going to happen for a couple of years now? How the your timeline was, and obviously you didn't know you're going to be heading out to the Rose Bowl, but you know, uh, give me a thought on that.
2: Um, Well, I kind of just got the early enrollment idea, like probably last year. Um, I just thought it was a good fit for me uh, to go early and kind of get integrated in with the team. Um, But like in terms of my decision timeline, I was expecting to make a decision after my officials, but kind of got pushed up and, um, you know, I I felt like I made the right choice.
0: Have you talked with? I just got a question or two more for you. Have you talked with the other offensive linemen about, hey, there, there's five of us. Wouldn't that be cool if like all five of us, you know, were able to, you know, get out there and you know, out, out center your guard and, you know, talking about the tackles? Because it seems like you could, you know, make a left to right with with this class.
2: Yeah, we've talked about it before. You know, we just all want to come in and, you know, help the team any way we can. So, um, you know, I think it'd be awesome if that could happen. But, you know, obviously we want the best five out there and, you know, we're all going to work hard to get out there.
0: It sounds great. Well, hey Jake, we appreciate your time. Uh, best of luck. Enjoy the rest of the day. I mean, like you always remember your, the the day that you signed, and then you remember your last day of uh, of high school, and then on to the Rose Bowl. Uh, what a great week for you! Enjoy it. We can't wait to see you. Maybe we'll see you there over there on the sideline, and we'll say, "Oh yeah, it was on the amazing Blue Review." But then uh, in in the future, obviously, we will see you in Ann Arbor. Thanks so much for joining us.
2: Yes, sir. Thank you.
0: Jake Guardiera, Michigan center and signee. Thanks for your time. Have a great day. Yes, sir. There he is. How about it, everybody? Get on in and, uh, and tell us what you think. Richard, you know, throwing it out there, saying, hey, welcome in. Mark, I, you know what, Mark? You had a question, and uh, I missed it. I'm sorry. I do apologize for that. I was trying to throw some of them up there, and I did not get it. You know, Mark, you ask questions when the the film is on and I try to get those in there as well. But sometimes you're talking about, get the film from three games ago when we're on the current film. Uh, Those questions, even though you think that I don't see them and sometimes I don't answer them. uh, I do relay those to the coaches and uh, the guests. Could he discuss nutrition? What's he done so far? Is it different from what he's had? That was a good question. This is probably a good one too. Hey you be aware, you know, when you're when you're in Florida that you gotta bring in the you gotta bring the winter coat. So that's it. Now let's check and just see what else is happening here because my phone is on. I put it on silent mode. I don't want it buzzing out too much. See what other kind of text I've got rolling. That one's from Jake. There's uh, my niece, my mother. Oh, we, we got a lot. It was a busy day. All right. So that's it. For those that missed the start of the show, let's just go back and, and recap where we are at. Okay. Michigan has got a a signee from today. There's Jake. And that was Lugard and Oak Payet. Ed Okpaye is a four-star defensive end, 6 foot 6 out of Forestville, Maryland. He commits today and signs today. We call that a signing day special. And with Michigan's 27th commitment, that moves the Wolverines and puts them at number 11 in the Rivals.com team rankings. So, it's all great. And you know, this class is in and you're feeling pretty good about it. And then boom, transfer portal news coming in. One of the top transfers that you could land at any position is Jay Sean Barnum, and Michigan gets a commitment from him today. The former Maryland linebacker, Jay Sean Barnum commits Barnham commits to Michigan. So that's some big time transfer portal news as we get ready to go in and mr martini is right harbaugh is going into maryland and just taking what he wants and here we go 2717. a prediction i'd take that right now who wouldn't who wouldn't take that one now mark with another question is there a Rosewell travel limit discuss the turf the grass or the turf bermuda or bluegrass Bama has Bermuda. You know, I did not think about the turf, but I I believe it is grass in the Rose Bowl. But I, I am not sure about the the type of grass. As far as a Rose Bowl travel limit, you know, I'm just going to guess here. But, you know, with everything that goes on with, um, with recruiting, I, I think that you just, you could bring, you want to, and then you have the, the the uh preferred walk-ons, walk-ons, everything else. I think everybody's going. But I, you know, that's just me. Like what a, what a treat. There's a part of me that thinks, man, if somebody toiled on the scout team and was a walk-on and went all the way through this, uh, because you 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 don't get to travel necessarily to you know, road games. There is a travel limit there. So this is but a bowl game, maybe everybody does. That would be sweet. That's it. Richard uh, wagering a guess on the grass. Bluegrass, he's saying in uh, Cali. John Harbaugh, being the Ravens coach, may be helpful in pulling some of those players in from Maryland. You know, Sam? Great point, you know? I don't know. Stanford wide receiver and Wake Forest wide receiver. They're uh, they are in on some tall wide receivers in on both of those guys. I would imagine that they'll be able to get one. Prescription turf, high-end turf. Yeah, I'm going to stop the turf talk there. I'm, I'm not sure. Like I said, I think it's grass. I don't know the particular kind, but what you're saying, uh, you know, if Richard sounds sure of himself, there you go. Jalen just jumping in he's Kentucky Bluegrass in the Rose Bowl. You know when I was in college, I knew a guy that he had his own Kentucky Bluegrass but it, you know it wasn't blue. I don't know. That's it. That's it from the the joke department today. Okay, thank you. If you want to hear more player interviews, head to YouTube or the podcast. I talked with a, a few different players. Earlier, including Jordan Marshall Owen Wafel uh, there in a few others uh, Cole Sullivan I mentioned him earlier I bet we just run down the uh, the class right now and we give you a, a thought you know to Sam the rosebowl is natural grass he's gonna look it up for us commonly Bermuda. But they once changed it to bluegrass. Michigan played on that at uh, Penn State. Andre saying, it's not golf. The grass doesn't matter. As long as it's not slick like the Fiesta Bowl, we're good. Yeah, it was slick. It's a great point. Now, that sounds like an excuse, and I would even put it in that category myself. But didn't they play the Super Bowl, Andre's, as well, on, in that same Field on that same slick, and and they were uh, complaining about it too. So, you know, sometimes it's a reason. But there we go. Let's run through the the class really quick and see if we give you some thoughts. Jordan Marshall, Mister Football in Ohio, guy like some of the past winners: Charles Woodson, Joe Burrow, uh, Jordan Marshall was looking good at his high school today with his maze cap on and he had a sweet suit on. I mean, he Marshall looked like a pro and sounded like a pro. Not like so much like like these high school kids now. They they have been through so much media. These guys are are just on top of their game. You wanted to call Jaden Davis the jewel of this class, certainly the quarterbacks. They're the leaders. And the quarterback from Providence Day in Charlotte, North Carolina. There you go. He's in. Excited to see, uh, like everyone else, Jaden Frazier. There's one of the Ballyhooed uh, big fellas up front. His dad was playing at Michigan on the 97 championship team. Here's somebody from the state of Michigan. The Wolverines have been doing such a good job with the tight end position. That was not lost on the four-star out of Rochester Hills Adams, Brady Corn, who is in on this class. He's a stud. Amarian Stewart is as well. He just looks like he's ready to go and contribute immediately. Mason Curtis, if I'm not mistaken. The outside linebacker from Nashville, Tennessee, was the first commitment a long time ago back in the summer of 2022, June 27th. Luke Hamilton out of the Buckeye State, four-star Avon, Ohio, one of the five big uglies, although he looks pretty good in his picture right there, so he might uh, argue about me calling him that. It's meant to, it's meant to be a, a positive. Tight end position, we already mentioned that. Here's another four star. This guy could be a superstar. Hogan Hansen. If I was, you know, dreaming up names for football players in a tight end, and somebody threw Hogan Hansen at me, I'd say sounds like a good tight end. Ted Hammond, out of Cincinnati. Boy, Michigan has done a good job down in Ohio. Four star defensive end. What's not to like about this kid? 6'5, 265. Let's go. Jacob Odin could be on this feed a little bit later on today. I've been in contact with him. The 6'1 safety prospect out of Harper Woods. Committed early. And he was uh he was doing all he could to, to help others in this class. Great job there. Dad played at Michigan. There's another one of the outstanding offensive linemen out of Ohio. Little theme there. Bad day for the Buckeyes. Seeing their their talent head north. They're crying. Missouri, Andrew Sprague. You know, Michigan has a really good offensive line. They have had good offensive lines in this uh, three-year run, and it is not lost on me. That in recruiting, they are just reloading. But the big fellows up front, none bigger than Sprague, six foot eight, two ninety. If you told me that when he starts playing, when he's a sophomore, or as Keith Jackson would say, a sophomore, that he could be over, you know, uh 315, some something like 6'8, 315, Andrew Sprague. I'd say, I could see that. Cole Sullivan, I talked with him earlier. He was wearing a Pittsburgh Penguins shirt. And that dude's jacked. He looks like he's ready to go. He'll also fly out and be on the sideline for Michigan in the Rose Bowl and watch him practice and participate in a little bit. He liked the Steelers. He pointed to guys, you know, that were his favorite. James Harrison, the the great linebacker. And then, you know, he said he liked T.J. Watt. A TJ Watt Harrison, James Harrison type. Boy, if he could be any combination of those two for U of M, now you're talking. Owen Waifel. This guy again. I talked with him this morning. 6'2, 290. You know, as you look at me, you know, you're looking at me from about the, you know, the chest up, and you say, hey, you know, you could do Lose some weight, whatever. Wayful looked like he had put um, two softballs under his shirt. Uh, I was looking at his shoulders and thinking, that kid is put together. Defensive tackle. 6'2", 290. A Mason Graham type. That's what Jason is saying right there. I like it. Uh, I don't think that Barner's coming back. So what do we got? A a, a Barner? They got the linebacker coming in, and then you've got you've got Barnhart, Barner, and then the you know the linebacker that just committed from Maryland out of the transfer portal. That could be a lot a lot of killer bees for U of M. And here's a killer bee himself, right out of Belleville, Jeremiah Beasley, four-star linebacker. This guy. I'm going to go ahead and put the uh, seal of approval of thinking that this guy is ready-made and is going to be an impact player. I just – he – everything that I have ever heard, what I have seen, my gut feel is that Beasley is going to be a good one. Here's somebody I'm going to be rooting for, Josiah Edmond. You know, Michigan was uh, playing a dance with a couple of those uh, Buckeye corners. Scott, I forget who the other dude was. And then um, Edmund was ready. And I want Edmund to be better than both of those dudes, better than both of those dudes. And I'll be rooting for that. The 6 1 corner out of um, Indiana. We just talked with Jake Guarnera from Ponte Vedra down in the Sunshine State. He's good to go. He'll be out in. Pasadena with Michigan flying out on the 26th. Here's uh, Jaden Davis's teammate at Providence Day in North Carolina. 6'1", 175, wide receiver prospect. Here's another outside linebacker down to Charlotte, North Carolina. Jaden Smith, 6'3", 190. They'll develop him. Here's one that was off everyone's radar and people were crying about it. Maybe myself included Michael Capanna, but then uh, he just went off this year and it wouldn't surprise me. You know, he put him in the sleeper category, but you know, he could be as good as anybody in this class and people that watch his tape seem to like him. Devon Baxter, these defensive ends. Look at this one, Maryland twitchy. He has bend. Uh, and he's a dog. That's not what I say about him. That's what Dominic Nichols said about uh, his future teammate. Look at Baxter, 6'7", 230. Dominic, 6'3", 245. Michigan, uh, a couple dogs there. Manuel Bagel. You know, I'll get to work on his photo right there. That looked like me for a few years on Facebook. I was just like, here, I'm on Facebook. Take it in. There's still some people that I you know, there's a part about it, like people are just like, you know what? No, I'm not putting my photo up there. This is what you will get. Bagel out of um, I, I think he is from Germany, but so now he is uh in Connecticut. I we'll have to wait and see on Bagel, Jeremiah Lowe, a couple of Jeremiah's in this class, another corner here. Corner from Frederick Douglass in Lexington, Kentucky. Nice measurables there 511, 170. A flip just this week. David Polly Polly committed to USC, said, forget that. I'm going to Michigan. Probably started watching some film and said, you know what? Graham, Brayshawn, Benny, Chris Jenkins, Kenneth Grant. I'm 6'3", 300. I can see myself in the maze in blue. Boom. Plus, you know what? If you commit as a defensive lineman or a, a defensive player to USC, why would you do that? You're going into the, the softest. a reputation. You want to go into a place that is producing hard-nosed, trench players that can play at the next level, or do you want to go to the, the softest defense in the country? Come on. That was a no-brainer. Polly Polly flipped. To go to Michigan. Smart move. And then the intrigue of all intrigues is Zach Ludwig. Out of South Park, Pennsylvania. We'll see with this outside linebacker. 6'2", 205. He's got ties with the strength and conditioning coach, Herbert. And let's see. There's more than eight enrollees now couple other ones that you'll put on there. there's uh, there's Nichols and uh, also um, Sullivan so'm I'm, I'm up to nine of the early enrollees. Maybe there'll be more. I mean those guys can make a, a late decision. let's uh let's take some feedback. Cameron, why is Michigan recruiting class so low? well because what it happens let's explain it you're michigan and you have your approach with recruiting and that approach is we're going to play it by the rules Uh, we have uh, nil that you can get when you're here and you will be rewarded other schools have a different approach which is illegal and according to ncaa rules uh, much more um, uh, a, a higher violation than advanced scouting, which, you know, obviously where Michigan is at. This is one thing that you t- should tick you off as a Michigan fan. It gives you fuel when anybody's coming in and talking about advanced scouting and all this to say, would you rather have Michigan just level one and cheat up like everyone else? Would that make it feel like a lot better? They tried to work around a rule and and, and went, uh, and, and tried to do some different things to give an advantage? Or would you rather they just flat out and went and, and were bag you? The teams that are higher, Cameron, bag yous. Bag yous are saying before they are like, here's your big bags of cash, and now they're saying, hey, we promise you the money, which is against the rules, and all of the teams that are in front of Michigan are big, fat cheaters. They could say, "Stop, cr- I'm just stating the facts. That's why, but part of Michigan's approach here now, look, I don't know what it you know exactly at all, but I think philosophically they're like, let's hit the transfer portal, guys that are all out there, uh, uh you know, we don't have to illegally against the rules." like all the other big fat cheaters, especially the ones that are calling us big fat cheaters. now you're the big fat cheaters. And if we're weighing the discretions here, yours are bigger and fatter. Look at the NCAA handbook, level one violation, paying recruits, promising recruits. That's like number one on the first page of the handbook. That's why Michigan's recruiting class is low. But fret not, Cameron, because you combine the transfer portal with the recruiting class, and it puts Michigan in the top five. And then when Michigan will see how they're able to do this year with some of their players, and if they're able to retain some of the guys that in other years would be heading to the pros, then that also is going to help them. And I would also include that. And any kind of uh, talk, like Michigan's recruiting class is so low. Well, they're paying the guys on the back end, and the other teams are illegally paying guys at the front end. So that's it. That's why. That's what's going on. Now, there it is. Okay. The day continues on. See if we can land some more interviews for you on this very feed. We'll get them up on the podcast for you as well. You can check those out. Happy National Signing Day to all of you. And then getting in with the portal news as well. And then, oh, yeah, football. It's it's uh, it's it's inching closer. The Rose Bowl, I mean, you can taste it. And we, we've got a few things to distract us in the meantime. Thanks so much for joining us. We will talk with you again, uh, if not in just a few minutes here on this feed, talking with some of the the signees, then certainly Friday right back here on Good Afternoon Michigan Football. I'll see you on the Maize and Blue Review on the Den, talking about these recruits all day and all night. So hope to see you there as well when you reward yourself with that Christmas present of the person that you're looking at uh, in the mirror. Take care, everybody. Thanks for watching.